Starting on the top of the page, it's a new sugya. I mean, obviously, it's still building off the <coughs> the Mishnah, but uh, we're going to we'll over the next two three weeks. We'll be learning some Hilchis Stam, Hilchis uh, Safras. Uh, this sugya in particular is about klaf, tuchsustus, gevil. You probably heard of klaf, but I doubt you've heard of the other two. Maybe yes, maybe not, but uh, we'll see. Bezat Hashem, what what are these three things, and what are they used for in terms of tefillin, mezuzahs, and sefer Torah? What's kosher for what? Well, what we'll be discussing Bezat Hashem this week is really actually just the first part of it, and that is what is klaf, what is duchsustus, and what is gevil. So we'll see Bezat Hashem it's about Shainim, and this will really set the set the path for understanding the continuation over the next one or two weeks. Bezat Hashem. So here we go. Klaf katan. <clears throat> we said, how much cloth does a person have to carry out? We'll translate it as parchment. How much does a person have to carry on Shabbos in order to be chayev? So we say, It's got to be big enough that a person could write on it a small parasha. In other words, well, we'll assume that means the smallest parasha in the tefillin. <clears throat> we'll see. So the Gemara asks, I mean, that's what it says in the Mishnah, as happens, right? I mean, I'm not telling you anything new. It says, mm-hmm. Which is Shema Yisrael. So the Gemara asks, So we ask a theory, we've got a contradiction from a Brysa. We've got a Brysa which says, Now, basically, when you take the hide off the animal, so there's no question about it, as it is whole, it is Gevil. Gevil is when it has not been, when I say it hasn't been processed, I don't mean unprocessed, as in what we learned last week, um, where it hasn't had the, the moliach, komiach, office, whatever. No, it's been treated to the extent that it's now kosher to write various things on it. But it has not been treated, it has not been processed in so far as it's as it is. You don't shave it down in, in, in any way, you don't split it. The only thing you will actually do is the side where the hair was, you will have to remove the hair. Because gavil. Lecholadeh is for Gevil, it's left as it is, and you write on the side of the hair. That's Gevil. Okay? Um, that's Gevil. Now, the question is, what is Duchsustus and what is Kalaf? Now here, as we'll see, everyone agrees that what you do is, nowadays we don't quite do it like this, because I think besides anything else we lack the skill, but you take the hide and you divide it down the thickness. Okay? And one part is called Kalaf, Amongst called Duchsustus. Yeah? The Kalaf, well, which one's which, that's what Bezaz Hashem will have to see, because that's a Machlokas. And where do you then write is also a Machlokas. Okay? So, for the time being, one is Kalaf, when it's split, one is Kalaf, one is Duchsustus. So, Kalaf and Duchsustus, the Bryce tells us, the Kalaf and the Duchsustus, how much do you have to carry in order to be Chayv on Shabbos? The amount you'd write a mezuzah on it. Well, that's not your parasha katana shvitz fillin. A mezuzah, besides the fact that it's probably bigger writing than your tzvillin, but even without that, you've got two parashas in the tzvillin. It's not just Shema Yisrael. When we say Shema Yisrael, by the way, we mean from Shema till Uvesharach, or the first Uvesharach. Right? That's one parasha. Obviously not Baruch Shem, that's not in the Torah. Yeah? So, but in the mezuzah, you've got that, plus Vahoyam Shemaya. It's more, more than double. So, what's going on over here? So the Gemara answers, my mezuzah, what does it mean mezuzah? 
It means mezuzah shpitz fillin. A mezuzah that is in the tefillin. Now you're thinking, hold on, why? But a mezuzah is called a mezuzah. Why? Because of the doorpost. That's what a mezuzah is, right? Al mezuzah space echo. Well, apparently, a mezuzah can refer to the parashiyas, whether it's in the mezuzah or the tefillin. It's a, presumably a borrowed loshen. So the Gemara asks, the kori luhud tefillin mezuzah? Do we call tefillin mezuzah? So the Gemara, and yes. Well, Tanya, because surely we've learned in the Bryce, so in other words, a support to this. Rutsuah is tefillin, the straps of the tefillin, right? So then, right, you know what we're talking about, the straps. Imar tefillin together with the tefillin. Mitama oises hayodaim are mitami the hands. Now, this refers to something back in the first parak. If you remember, in the first parak, towards the end, we had the, the Yudches Dovon. That's it, towards them from Daf Yudalat or thereabouts onwards. We had the Yudches Dovon. There were 18 Gezeris they made in Tumantara, which Beishamai Mesidal, they had a vote in it, Bekitza Beishamai won over there, and there were 18 Gezeris. And one of them is the Gezeira that Kisve Akodesh Amitame Es Hayodayim. Right? Kisve Akodesh Amitame Es Hayodayim. That means if you touch, you say, uh, well, it's love that I've got say for two, you touch anything, a mezuzah, anything like that, it's metame the hat. Okay? Um, to the extent, we probably just, we discussed at the time, it's a very, very kashir, but it's about the uh, people when they go and kiss, a, kiss a mezuzah. So Rabbi Kivayeg has got a teshuva where he says over there he doesn't understand people who don't cover their mezuzahs. Besides, we're not talking about the, the practical side of it, they're, they're unprotected. But he says, how can anyone go and then kiss a mezuzah? You're not allowed to touch them as this is one of the Yudhes Dover. Right? So any, anyone who touches a Sefer Torah, Orem will be Nikba Orem, will be buried naked. It means Orem in Amitzvah, but you can see it's an Issa. Okay? Anyone who has a Megillah, same thing. How can you touch the Megillah? Right? So what we discussed at the time as it happens is, to be honest just very, very briefly, is there were two separate Gazeros. Two separate things. It's clear from the Rambam. There's one for the Sefer Torah, and there's one for other Kisvei HaKodesh. The Sefer Torah was the one, that was the whole thing with the mice, they were putting it together with the mice, mm-hmm. and, and, and uh, because, Truma, sorry, they, put, they were putting the Truma together with the Sefer Torah, in Oral HaKodesh, because Truma's Kodesh, it's a Kodesh, good place to put it. But it's a bad Shidduch, because the mice, they may not be particularly interested in nibbling at the Sefer Torah, but they can't tell the difference necessarily between the Truma and the Sefer Torah. Food to them, we'll take a nibble at the, at the club at the same time. So, Therefore, they said, Truma is Metame the Sefer Torah. Basically, one thing led to the next, and from one, they're all interlinked there. And Bekitza, from that, we came out with the Gezeira about touching a Sefer Torah. It's also to touch a Sefer Torah with one's hands. But there's a separate Gezeira, which is Kisvah Kiddush. They're two separate things. Okay? Tell me, that one is to do with the Truma. That, that one's to do with the Truma, right? There's a separate one to do with the Sefer Torah. I'm mixing up the two things, right? One's Kisvah Kiddush, one's Sefer Torah. And what comes out is, there's an Issa to touch the Sefer Torah with, with your hands, 100%. There's no Issa to touch your Megiddo. There's no Issa to touch the Mezuzah. It's just if you do, you'll then be Tommy, your hands will be Tommy to eat Truma. Well, for four out of the five of us, that's got absolutely no bearing whatsoever. And even for you, today, it still doesn't have any bearing, right? In times to come, there's a Sashem, and very in the future, it will. Right? But until then, it's not, it's not an Issa. It's just you have to realize you'll be Tommy. Your hands will be Tommy. You can't eat trauma until you sort yourself out. But you'd be Tommy anyhow. Correct. That's why I say. Besides, besides any other reasons, it doesn't really have much application today. But the um, and that seems to be the answer. The Aruch says says much along those lines. Al Kaponim coming back to the Tefillin now. 
So we say the same thing. The Ritzuis of the Tefillin, together with the Tefillin, are Metame Yisayodayim. Let me say, when the Ritzuis are attached to your Tefillin, then they're Metame Yisayodayim. But, Bifnei Atzmon, when they are on their own, in Metame Yisayodayim, they're not Metame Yisayodayim. Right? I'm talking about Petrumah. Yeah, your hands don't become Tome. Rabbi Shimon ben Yehuda, Omer, Rabbi Shimon ben Yehuda, he says, Meshim Rabbi Shimon, the name of Rabbi Shimon, Hanegea b'retzua. Somebody who touches the retzua, Tahar, is in Gantz and is Tahar. Av shiyiga b'ketitza. Until he actually touches the ketitza, the actual bias. Right? The box. Right? In other words, even if the retzua is attached to the box, attached to the you still won't be Tome, unless you touch the actual box. Fine. Rabbi Zakoi Mishmai Omer, Rabbi Zakoi, in his name, he says, no, even more than that. Tahor Achiyigab and Mezuzah Atma. Your Tahor, unless you touch the actual Mezuzah. Mezuzah? What's the matter of Mezuzah? There's a man's fill in there. What's the Mezuzah? The cloth inside. So there you go, you've got a Raya, the Mezuzah can refer to the cloth of the Tzvin, right, the Parashis. Right? I will just mention as an aside, by the way, what you do see from here is, that, um, I mean, it's not, not necessarily a, a, a Kavaldika Raya or anything like that, but the Ritzuas obviously do not have the same sort of status as the bias, the actual Ketitza. Mm. Um, which, I don't know how much of a, of a, uh, um, sort of whether, it's, whether there's any CUR whatsoever to Shittas because I don't know if you remember, Tosfus has this Shitta, whereas Rashi holds, that, you know, you've got the name Shakai, Shin on the Shalrosh, and you've got the Dalad and the Yod on the Ritzuas, Tosfus takes issue with that. They say each time, each time it comes up, you know, for example, when it says, Baro Kolame Oris Kishem Hashem Nikro Alecho, so Rashi refers to the fact that they'll see, you know, the Shin, shin and, and the Dalad and the Yod, so Rashi says, no, no, uh, Tosfus says, no, it's not, it's just the Shin, it's probably, it arrived from a Sukkot earlier. Okay? So we, we spoke about this, there's a run who answered it up, why, you know, why, why on how he answered the question. I don't know whether this would be any sort of sort of right to it. You see the opposite of Tzua, even though it's got the letters of the name of Hashem, it still doesn't have quite the same... Uh, the the Ritzus are not... Uh, <coughs> correct. They're, they're already even further removed than the... I mean, the bias holds the... the holds the, the parashas, parashas, correct. The parashas correct. Are, the ones, are the crucial thing. The, correct. The bias is like a secondary Kedusha. The Ritzus should be, shouldn't be, well, uh, third, th- uh, third, well, no, that, that, that's the point, Rashi says, Baruch mm-hmm. Kishem and the Gemara says, Eilut Tzfilin Shabarosh, right? Mm-hmm. The Gemara says in Brochus, that the, the, the Goyim will see, they'll see the name of Hashem, declared upon you, and they'll fail. What will they see? Eilut Tzfilin Shabarosh, yeah? But that's not the resource. Oh, one sec, one sec, what does Rashi say there? I think it's over there. Where, where's the name of Hashem? They're seeing the Tzvillin. So Rashi says, I think it's there, but let's have a look. Um, yeah, the right. May not be on this tomorrow, though, he says. Let me just see if... It's not, if it's not, it's, it's on the other one. See, the Tosfus is here. The Tosfus is here in Broch Stavot. It says, Eilut Tfilin Shabarosh, Tifishe Yishban Roiv, Shem Shal Roiv, Shem Shal Shakai. It's got the majority of the name. Well, where does it have the majority? You've got the Shin, right? And the Dalet Beretzuis, right? And the connection at the back, you mean? Yeah. Now, they're quoting from Rashi. It's not Rashi over here. It's Rashi, I think, in Shabbos. 
Or Rashi in, in Malachas, actually. The quotes from, right? Quotes from Rashi. Mm-hmm. So he's talking about the, on the Ritzuas. That's, cool, that, that, that's part of the Tvinin, he's saying. But you're, right, we're all kind of like, it's Tvinin Shabarosh. So Tosis asks, he asks from a Gemara in Shabbos, and says, no, he wants to prove that, but it's got nothing to do. And Tosis, and furthermore, says Tosis, as you said, Ritzuas only touched me Shikadu Shabarosh. That's why it's, it's not a riot. It's not a riot to Tosis. I'm not trying to say it's a riot to Tosis, right? Because as you said, it's definitely, you know, for the fact that the Gemara calls it Tashmish Kedush, you can see it's not the same thing anyway. Yeah. Right? It's not, it's, it's sort of, it's really just putting in different words what, what Tosis already claimed there. You can see that the Ritzuas are less. Okay, it's just a further, I don't think Tosis quotes how Gemara does. Let's just have a look again. No, he, he doesn't quote it from here. Okay, anyway. So there you go. You can see that the mezuzah, a mezuzah can refer to the parashiyas and the tefillah. <coughs> so therefore, we want to say the same thing. That the brayser, which which said that you how much cloth you have to carry on Shabbos in order to, in order to be high, kedeiruftevad of mezuzah doesn't mean mezuzah. It means the mezuzah in the tefillah and this small parsha ayishema. So the Gemara asks, v'hamidiktani um, sefer, but surely from that which it teaches in the sefer, the way Rashi learns this is, it's the sefer of the brayser we just quoted above. And the Bryce says, The amount for Klaf is the amount you'd write Parsha Katana Shbitzfilin. Shehi Shema Yisrael, which is Shema Yisrael. Mechlal, that implies the ratio, that the ratio of the Mezuzah Atzma was talking about the Mezuzah itself, asking we're dealing with. Okay? So, okay, you've got a steer as that happens, but what's going on over here? Yeah? So, the Gemara answers, just one second. Yeah, so you've got, you've got a steer between the ratio and the safer. Because, yeah? Because in, in the ratio we're saying, Kalafa Duchsustus, leave the Duchsustus for a second, but it's enough to write a, a you know, mezuzah on it. You're saying that means? The Parashat Kalanish Fitzfilin. It means that. But that's what the safer says. Yeah? Kalaf. What did it say? Kedei Richter Velal Parashat Kalanish Fitzfilin. Shishma Yisrael. It's much meant something else. You've got a cash between the ratio and the safer. It's, it's rather it's driving or something. Rather, Hochi Katani, this is what it's teaching. Kalaf Vaduchsustus Shiuram Makama. You've got to read the price like this. How much is the Shiur for the Kalaf and the Duchsustus? Duchsustus is Kadelech Tevalov Mezuzah. It's, it's bigger. It's because on Duchsustus you write Mezuzah. Fine, that's Mezuzah. And Kalaf. Okay? Um, so the, the, the implication from here is you write um, mezuzahs on, on mezuzahs and you write to fill in on, on cloth. Correct. So could you do... To fill in on the or can you do mezuzah on fill in? You can only do it on cloth. We'll, we'll, I think it, it may, we may be as I'm still. We'll discuss that. But fill in is only cloth. Definitely, to fill in is only cloth. Okay, so that's that's the way Rashi learns up the Gemara. And now, as I said, we'll discuss more about what this uh, what this cloth and zuchsustus is. If you just bear with me one second, though. Okay. 
So, I mean, Tosfos does have a slight. Tosfos learns that the, the question when we said before, Mitikton Yisif, is actually asking from the Mishnah. Okay, it's asking directly from the Mishnah because in the Mishnah it says Kalaf Kedirah Chavalah Parsh Katanah Shabbat Tefillin. As I said, I'm just for that for that I'm just sticking with the Rashi. Let's take a look at the top Rashi on the page here. Duchsustus. What is Duchsustus? So Rashi says it's Kalaf. Presumably he means it's parchment. You've taken the upper peel. You've taken away the upper peel? You've taken away, it has been taken away from it, the upper peel. And you're using the upper peel? Or no, 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 no. I think it says here in the notes that the clipper, which is the upper one, is used for clutter. There's, 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 there's a long way to go. There's a long way to go before we come to any notes. <laughs> I mean, we're literally just starting out now, right? So we'll, we'll, you'll, you'll see it's probably far more than the... Eventually it's going to be well, far more. Well, if we're talking about height, and he's saying... Of course, you're taking, yes. You're taking clutter, you're not clipper, so you're not. You're taking the top layer of the no, 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 you're not. It's not what it said. You've got to be very careful. It's clutter. Shenitlo. What is klav? Shenitlo kliposo. Shenitlo is nifal. It means it has been taken. Right. From it. You're not taking anything. It has been taken. What no, has been taken? The klipo alena. It means what's left now. That's no, your good No, no, no. Yes. <laughs> the nifal doesn't... Shenitlo, that has been taken. Kliposo yeah, it, it doesn't say from. Where's the man? It's not saying. No. It's clipper has been taken. What? Again. No, no, no. That's what the What is Duchsustus? It's klaf, shenitzlo kliposo ho elyono. That the upper clipper has been taken. Right, right, right. Okay, so it's this one. Yeah. Okay. Look at this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Klaf Duchsustus v'chul. And that's what I'll say in your notes as well. Gevil, I'm sure. Gevil, Gevil, who are shalim. Gevil, as you mentioned earlier, is when the hide is still complete. The only thing they've done to it is Ero Shehishiru Haseyot, they've just taken away the hair. The hide is Oma Bresh Baba Basra, that's where you find in the beginning of Baba Basra. Gevil, what is Gevil? Avnei Dere Meshafim, when it's talking about building walls there. So it talks about stones which have not been rubbed down, have not been broken in any way, they are still complete. Almost so we see. Sha'ina Masukan, as long as it has not had any tikkun done to it, Kori Gevil, it's called Gevil. Okay? Pause there a second. Yeah? Now, the mashmoras from that is that it will only be Gevil if you haven't done anything to it. Correct? So let me ask you a question. What happens if you split it, but you write on the side of the hair? Now as you split it, down the middle, through the thickness, so now you've got your cloth and you've got your dhsusas, whichever one is which, whichever one goes with which. Yeah? But I'll give you a, I'll, I'll give you a hint. Toast is gonna to say cloth is the top one. Okay, there are shits that disagree, that's probably shittas rashi as well. It's the upper one. But you write, for cloth, you write on the inside of it. In other words, here's my here's my hide. This side is the outside of the animal, that's where the hair is. Okay? That is the the bossa. Is right, is the flesh. So what you do is, when you split it, as we'll see, you split it through the thickness. We don't do it this way today, but you split it. And for klap, you write here. And for dechsustus, you write here. The art days and opposing shitta will come to you. That's going to be the shitta of tosas. That's the way we pass, can it happens, okay? Again, when it's all together, that's gavil. 
What do you do with Kabil? You just simply just take away the hair and then you write over here on the top. That's Kabil. Okay? If you split it, the top part would be called Klal, the bottom part is called Dersustis. By the way, it's quite easy to remember. If you know a bit of Latin, Greek, whatever it is. Right? Duch means place. Sustus means bossa. So it's the, this yeah. is the place of the bossa. The Greek, apparently Greek is Correct. Sustus. Correct. It's coming. It's coming into it. Right? So, if you can remember that. Duch is place. Duch plan, the Gemara says, right? Is that place. And sustus means bossa. So you have to just learn a bit of Greek. Okay? So, so you split it. That's the duch sustus. That's the cloth. But you write where they meet. So now let me ask you a question. Let's say I've split it. If I was to ask you the following question, let me, let me ask you a question. What's the difference between Klaf and Gvil? So tell me first of all. Klaf, you write on the bottom, and then Gvil, you write on the top. Right. Because you can't write on the bottom of, of Gvil because yeah, it's not accessible. So what happens if I was to split it and write on the top? Is that like writing on Gvil? Or do you say, hold on a second, Gvil, Tosius has told us, is where it has not been processed in any way. It's still whole. No, you can't be pedantic in that way. Surely it's the place where you write. It's, it's the place where you write. If you write on that place where the hair was, and you write on that, and when it was whole, it, it was called the gavil, that's where you write. So it has the same definition, uh, even when it's split. And the, 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 the cloth only has there's a definition of writing on it when it is split, and you can write on the, the place where it is split, on the top part, on the top peel. Well, that's, let me go, go this way around. I mean, I'm, I'm giving away half the shit already now. The other shitter, okay, there is an opposing shitter. So let me, let me just make it clear at this point outside, okay? Again, this is my whole thing. Okay, no one's going to argue. Gavil, posh nothing's happened to it. You simply remove the hair and you write on the top. If I split it, according to the Rabbeinu Tam, and those who go with him, the Rabbeinu Tam holds the top part is Klaf, the bottom part is Duchsustus. Why is it called Duchsustus? It's the place of the boss, it's the nearest part to the flesh. The Klaf is the top part, but where do you write? On there or there, where they meet. There is an opposing shitter which disagrees with that and says, no, the other way around. The top part is Duchsustus and the bottom part is Klaf. Is Klaf. Right, and? So, hold on. <laughs> so the Klaf... If you, if you write where it's joined, you're still effectively no, writing... No, 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 I'm not, I'm not, I haven't said where you're writing yet, right? This is Duchsustus, this is Klaf. Top part is... Someone's going to be listening to this afterwards, right? So I've got to make this clear, right? The top part, according to this other shit, said the top part is the sustus. The bottom part, when I refer to bottom part, I mean the part in, innermost to the animal, right? So going towards the animal, the flesh part, that's club. But where do you write? Completely the opposite. On the outsides, the extremities. Meaning to say that for the sustus, you write where the hair is, was, and for the cloth, you write where the, flesh. where the flesh is. Can you do that? Apparently so. It's probably quite so, tough as that. So in which case, uh, why, why are you splitting it? Why are you splitting it? Good question. That's exactly the point. That's the, well, let's, let, let's 
stage by stage, right? Unless you just want something thinner, not so heavy. But... Or because or, maybe the halacha is that until it splits, it's gavil. That's exactly what we're driving at here. Mm-hmm. Right? So if you look at the ritzvah, when the ritzvah brings this opposing shetah, he says, yeah, hold on a second, that comes out that with duchsustus and gavil, you write in the same place. Because mm-hmm. duchsustus, according to the other shetah, is the top part, the outermost part, where the hair used to be. And where do you write? Where the hair used to be. And what's Gavil? Gavil is when it's still whole. Where do you write? Where the hair used to be. So for Dechsustus and Gavil, you're going to be writing in the same place. So what's the difference between Dechsustus and Gavil? It's just whether it's been split or not. Aha, there you go. So, what about the Gabi Klaf, though? According to this Shitta, right? Not our Shitta, right? Not the Rabbi Nita. According to this Shitta, the Klaf is which one? The bottom part, the bottom part closest to the flesh. And you're writing on the flesh. And you're writing on that place. On the flesh. flesh. Now, does it make a difference now whether it's been split or not? No. I mean, I don't mean whether it, halakhically, according to that shitter. Because again, oh, when, makes... because what I'm trying to say is like this. If I have to write on the sustus, I think you'll agree now, by definition, you have to split it first. You can't just say, but, but I'm writing where the hair used to be. No, you're not. If you don't split it, you're writing on Gavil. Yeah, yeah. That's what Gavil is. Gavil, you write where the hair used to be. Yeah, but you never wrote on the... Let's assume you didn't split it, and you wrote on the bottom part, which is closest to the flesh. What's wrong with that? Could you do that without Gavil? But it... Not Gavil. Yeah. No, not Gavil. Correct. Listen to me a minute. Yeah, I really feel You've got saying. Gavil without being split. Can you write on both no. ends? No. You can't write on both sides. So how can you write on the dustus, which is closest to the flesh? Then this is really the same thing. Dustus. No, no, no. I think he's saying this as follows: If you go to this other shitter, whereby the gavil you're writing the same place as you were to previous as you are now. Fine. If you don't split it, if you don't split it, can you write on both sides? Either the top part, which is where the hair was. So for gavil. No, you can't. You can only write it on the top. Right, so if you can only write on the top when it's one piece, when you split it, right, and you can't write on the bottom part where... For Gaville. For Gaville. I know it's for Gaville, but it's the close of the flesh, right? Yeah. When you split it, whatever you call that bottom bit... Club. Yes, club. You can't write... Again, for exactly the same reason, you can't write on that bit that's closest to the flesh. What do you mean? That's exactly what you're doing with Kalaf. That's where they write. But I'm telling you, in yeah. principle, it's not, you're not able to. You can't do it when it's a Gavil. You can't do it when it's a Kalaf. You can't do it with Gavil because the Halacha is that Gavil has to be written by Mokim That's the Halacha. It's not because of a practical reason. Oh, that's that's so the Halacha. I misunderstood that. Right? Masha'in came over here. The Halacha is with Kalaf. As I said, don't get confused. This is the other so shit. You physically, you can write there. You're saying, yeah. Even I mean, on a Gavil, you physically can write oh, there. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I misunderstood. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as it happens, I'll, t- I'll tell you something. Lemaisa, if you think about it, it's probably quite hard to write in Kamok and Boston. Yes, of course. It, it is. is quite hard. But Lemaisa, for us, it doesn't. It's not. It's not particularly Nagaya, right? Because we we don't pass out the shit anyway. But if you go to, I have a feeling, possibly Yemenites, and that sort of school, you'll find they write on different, possibly they write on different things. We'll, we'll see, because we'll see the Raman shit. There's a bit of a question what the Raman shit is. Yemenites, real Yemenites, follow the Raman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So, so here the question is like this. Again, according, we'll come back to our shit in a minute, the Rabbeinu Tamar. Put that to the side, just concentrate on this other shit. This other shit holds 
When it's whole, it's Gabil. Where do you write? Bamokam Seah, where the hair used to be. Okay? Mm-hmm. If I split it, top part is Dubsustus. Where do you write? On the top. Where the hair used to be. So what's the difference between Dubsustus and Gabil is whether you split it or not. Yep. So if I don't split it and I write on the top, that's Gabil. Yeah. If you do split it right on the top, that's Dukhsustus. And the certain things make enough minutes. The certain things you, kinda, you can't write on both. Now, the question is when it comes to cloth, which for the coin to shit is the bottom part, the part closest to the flesh, well there, you're going to be writing on the underside, the part closest to the flesh. Right? Now, as you said, Gavil, you never write there. Halakhically, you don't write there for Gavil. Mm-hmm. So do you say if I write there, well, by definition by writing there, that's cloth. Or do you say no? Just like for Dukhsustus, I know there's a good practical reason why you have to split it, because otherwise it would be Gavil. But what that shows you is that before splitting it, it's got a shame Gavil. Yeah? In other words, I could say the reason why you need to split it when you want to write on Dukhsustus is because otherwise you'll be writing on Gavil. But if I do split it, then I'll be writing on Dukhsustus. But when it comes to Klav, either way, by writing on a place where I can't write, nothing else writes there, that's Klav. Or do you say no? No, that's not the point. The point is that calls the man you don't split it, it's Gavil. Mm-hmm. And if you write on the underside, you're not writing on Clough, you're writing on Gavil in the wrong place. And therefore it's Tapa Possible. It's possible because it's not Clough, right? And it's not right, you're writing on Gavil, but in the wrong place. But if you write in the wrong place on Gavil, it's possible out that. That's the two ways of looking at it. If you look at the Ritzvah there, it's a Machlokas. Right? It's a Machlokas. The Ra'ah holds, well, even if you don't, even if you don't split it, if you prepare, yeah, because obviously you have to do some sort of preparation to, to be able to write on the side of the bossa, right? That's where the flesh was. And you write on it, he says, that's kosher. Right? Doesn't make a difference when, when it comes to clap, whether it's split or not. That's only Dukhsustus against Gavil. But there are those who are chelik on that. So the question is, let's come back to our shitter now. Put that shitter back to the side. We don't pass about that, but it's a shitter well worth knowing. Right? As I said, because if the Ram goes with that, you may find it. And if you look at the safety turn there, I don't know. I know, but I know it's been written on, on uh, they say, possibly a... Uh, oh, you mean it's one for the museum? Yeah, I'm not sure. It's, uh, you can try, try and find out. They, 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 they write it with different things as well. But coming back to Al-Shitta, what's Al-Shitta? Al-Shitta is the Rabbeinu Tam. The Rabbeinu, this is where we pass it. You look in Shulchan Aruch and Seminar Base, that's where we pass it. Back to the way we pass it is, when it's whole, it's Kabir. Where do you write? Where the hair was. That, that is no question. I split it. Top part is Klav. Bottom part is Dursustus. Where do you write? Always on the part where they used to meet. So if you're writing on Klav, you'll be writing on the top half, but on the inside. If you're writing on Dursustus, you'll be writing on the bottom half, on its inside as well. Mm-hmm. And when I say inside, where they used to meet. Fine. So our question was, um, what happens if... What was our question? Um... Yeah, what happens if you split it and you write on the top? You split it and then you write on the top where the hair used to be. Now, do you say you're writing on cloth but in the wrong place? Because you split it. By splitting it, that gives it a shame cloth. Or do you say no? There's since nothing else is kosher to write there, that's got a shame gavil. And it's probably going to be no. totally on the same shit, it's just it's going to flip. Yeah, it's probably the Shane Gavil, even though it's been split at Shane Gavil, you go around on that. As it? You can, you can debate. You can debate it. But yeah? We said before that you could write a mezuzah on 
took Sistif and you, you can only go out to fill in on on Clough. Uh, on Clough. So what can you write on Glyph? I'll say for Torah, totally. there are there are things. I think that that oh. you'll you'll see more about that still to so come. There are things that can be. Written oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Say for Torah, totally. yeah, yeah, sure. Um, I mean, nowadays we we, we write on Clough because Clough, as it happens, works. You'll, you'll see, Clough basically works for everything. Yeah, but um, so therefore, it seems the Shire would be no gear to us as well. As I said, the one way I've seen it Mafurush is in the Ritzvah where he speaks about it, but in the other Shetah. But the same, it's, you'd probably have to flip everything around, but it'd be the same sort of shadi, you could probably have the same sort of machlokas. What gives it a shame gavil? Is it the fact that I'm writing Vemokim Tseya? But from Tosfus, it's Takam Mashma, that gavil, by definition, is it hasn't been split. If you split it, it's klav. The minute you split it, the top half is klav. And if you write on the top, all you're doing is you're writing on klav, halakhically, in the wrong place. And if you're not writing on gavil, so if you wrote to say for Torah like that, you split it and you wrote on the top. It'd be possible. Why? Because the Sefer Torah may be kosher on Gvil, but you're not writing on Gvil because you split it. And you're not writing on Klaf in the right place. You're writing in the wrong place on Klaf. Why, why do we say that you've got to write Klaf on that, in, in, on that side? The Gemara says that. The Mokhan, you'll see it. The Gemara says Klaf, the Mokhan Bosor. The Loshan of the Gemara is Klaf, the Mokhan Bosor, Duchsustus, the Mokhan Seor. Right? And the question is, how do you understand those words? Where does it say about Gavil? It's got to be mocking the sale. Oh, that, that's, I that's, think you have no choice. Really. Yeah. Well, no, but that, 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 well, that, that, that's the holiday. But the Loshan of the Gomorrah is, we haven't seen it yet, but is Klav, you remember this Loshan, Klav, Bermokim Bosor, and Duchsustus Bermokim sale. And that's really the basis of the Machalik, Rabbeinu Tam and the others. You see, the Rabbeinu Tam looks at it and he says, what did I say? Klav, Bermokim Bosor. So, Klav, you write, Bermokim Bosor. You write on the path facing towards the Bosor. So, you take the top half and you write on the underside, which faces the Bosor. Duchsustus, which means the place of the Bosor. So, obviously, it's the lower part, he says, that must be. But Bermokim Seor means you write on the upper half, the part facing towards the hem. Whereas the other schools say, no. It's the other way around. Klaf, Bermokim Bosor means it's a lower. It's a lower peel and it, It's a lower piece, Klaf, sorry, Bermokim Bosor. It means the part facing the Bosor. Where you write, how can you write on the underside? And Dursustus is Bermokim Seor. It means the, the yeah, other part. So that's the, that, that's as it happens, is the base for it. Okay, that's, that's the first part in Tosfus, that's the Gevil. Continue on in Tosfus. Uchashechol ken Oselishnaim. Three lines in. Uchashechol ken Oselishnaim. When they split it into two, as I said, now we don't do this. Besides any, anything else, I don't think we've got the skill to be able to do that. But what we do today is we just simply sand it down with a machine. And they just simply remove either the top layer or the bottom layer. Okay? For us, we want cloth. So what do we do? We remove the bottom layer. We remove a little bit on the top, just to get rid of the hair. Okay? Because it would be rather... Wouldn't be, even though you're not writing on the top, unless you're using it for Gavil, but then you wouldn't be removing very much anyway. But um, you don't want it to, you want it to be at least uh, look decent, yeah? And then they shave down the bottom to remove all the tuchsustas. As we'll see, that's going to be absolutely, absolutely crucial. We'll see. And so, sorry, the, I know we haven't just started, but the tuchsustas, the cloth we know has got some level of kedusha. So, well, it will have once yes, we, we assign it, and the tuchsustas will or won't. 
where to be honest with you, it depends on when when they when they do the ibad. I think they do the ibad later, so it won't have any condition. So, so when they send it away, that's not a problem. No, because I doubt they put. Um, well, as it happens, whereas a lot depends on the on the when they when they makadish it, right? As it happens, they put it straight into the sid, even with the hair on, because the hair has to more or less fall off. And it's a, I don't know the actual all the stages when the bottom part is removed when they sand that off. Um, so if it does like it, it would have to be a. It could be a little to put a tanan, these sort of things. They put a condition in place. That's probably what they do. I doubt they start doing kinesis on all the hair and everything. Yeah, makadish whatever will be afterwards, right? Okay, so um, so shecholkin is sedishan. For the time being, we're talking about they actually split into two. So when they split into two, oisav shekalapi seor, the part which is the top part where the hair used to be, kori klaf. That's called klaf. Uklapi bossa and the part which is towards the flesh, the bottom part, who duxustus. That's going to be the duxustus. And the Tam says, to Biloshin Yovan in Greek, Kolin Lebosor Sustus, they call flesh Sustus, but Duch, and the word Duch is Pirish Mokon. It means a place, Kamo, like Duch Plan, that place. The Kach Korile Duch Sustus, that's why they call it Duch Sustus. Koloma meaning to say, Mokon Bosor Duch Sustus is the place nearest to the flesh. Okay? And how does the other shitter work out? On the word the then. What they touch up the I don't know. They'll have to say something like your no, you're not even going to be writing on, on the place of the bossa. Um don't know. Why, why it's called the I don't know. Right? But um, if if one looks in the Khidushi Aran, he just adds a little bit there. He, see, he brings from Rav Haigon, who also holds like the Rabbi Natam, the way we just quoted it, and he writes, For Yahib Simoni, he gives you a simon. Kavoid Elikim Haster, right? Apostle, the Ola of Hashem, conceal. Right? Kolome that means to say, Kolome that means to say, Whatever you write on, whether it's the Duchsustus or the Klach, it should be in a place which was formerly concealed, where they were stuck together. It's a way, further way of remembering it. But as I said, this is the way we paskin. This is the way we paskin in Shulchan Aruch. You'll find, if you look in Erechaim, I'm a basic sign there, it says, Ma'u Klach, Ma'u Duchsustus, I'll read you what he writes there. Ha'ur bish'as ibudai. The ur when they tan it, when they prepare it, they split into two. The chilek ha'chitza and the outer chilek, shulitzad ha'seo, which is where the hair used to be, nekor kalaf is called kalaf. The ha'pinimi, the inner side, the adol v'kalabosa, which is attached to the flesh, nekor duchsustus, is called duchsustus. Ulefizer, says the Shofan Aruch, according to this, ki amino, when we say, kusyan ala kalaf, b'mokon bosor. When we say that we write on the kalaf, b'mokon bosor, it doesn't mean the kalaf which is was next to the bossa, like the other shit. No. It means kalaf is the upper part, but you write on the underside of it which was facing the bossa. That's all it means. Where it used to be joined to the tuchsustus. The point of all of this is, as we said, is la'afuke the other shit. What's this other shit? I mean, we've already mentioned the other shit, but the Ram quotes it for shame the Rambam. He says that the Rambam writes in Mishnah Torah, Right? That the klaf, just to re- remind you again, the klaf is the lower part, and the duchsustus is the upper part. Okay? And like we said, they explain it, say the klaf in Mokim Bosa means the lower part which was affixed to the bossa, etc. So, in which case, it comes out a major, major nafkamina. Because when you write to fill in, you have to write to fill in on the klaf, 
And according to the Rambam, apparently you're going to be writing it where? On the lower part. And not just on the lower part, you're going to be writing on the other side of the lower part, the part which was attached to the flesh. Right? And in a, on a mezuzah, which, let's say for the time being, is on the chsustus, that's what the Gemara says, right? On the chsustus, you're going to be writing on the upper part, but not just on the upper part, on the outer part, where the hair used to be. Says the Ram, the Ramban writes the same as well, and so to, and the same you'll find in the Chidushim Ami Yichosim Ram. The problem is that this, if you actually look in, Shukha, in the Mishnah Torah, right, the Rambam, you'll see that actually, the Rambam writes like the Ravina Tam. Right? Take a look in Perak Alaf Alaf you'll see, he writes. Yeah? Could the Nusuf have been distorted, like they say, as writing errors? No, I mean, no, I, 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 I hear what you say, I'm just saying. No, I realise. Could there be well, this, this is the writing errors or whatever? This is the question. Let's, let's, let's just read it together and see, see what the Rambam writes. He writes, After they've removed the hair, they split it down the thickness, Lishayim to two. Commercial Abdullah, is it like the Tanners do? Now you've got two pieces. One's thinner. That's the part which was where the hair used to be. Presumably that's what he means. The echod of a month thicker. That's the part, the lower part. Like we learned on the previous summer, right? They do it with the, with the salt and the water and the, and the sorry, the flour and the water and then the, the gallnuts. Fine. That's the upper part, it's called kla. And then he goes on. Halachal mishen is Sinai. She you kosevin sefer Torah ala gavil. You write sefer Torah on gavil. The kosevin mukom alseir. That's the mukom alseir on the top, right where the hair used to be. For she you kosevin atzfilin ala klav, which he said is the top part. The kosevin b'mukom ha bosom. Obviously the underside. This is the wrong way to tell. For she you kosevin amuzus al duchsustus, muzus al duchsustus. Right. The kosevin b'mukom ha seil. The top part. And the case of our class, I'm not going to say, oh, let me just finish our offer. Anyone who writes, a la class, I'm not going to say, if you write on class, I'm not going to say on the top part, right? Oi, Shekosa, big veil, over the sisters, I'm not going to say on the lower part, it's possible. Then he goes on, he says, I mean, just you should know, say for Torah, on class is kosher, you just got to write it on the sisters, and so too. Mezuzah on klaf or gavilas kosher. That's why I think today we do everything on klaf. But that, that's already is ahead of the game. Okay? So what do you see from there? You see quite clearly that the Ram goes like the Rabbeinu Tan. So what's the Ram saying? So I found that the, in the Chidushi Haran, he says, yeah, that which the Rambam writes not like the Rabbeinu Tan, it's not a Mishnah Torah. In other words, if you learn the run, look at the back of your Gemara, the run, yeah, they've been assigned to Mishnah Torah. It's a mistake. That's the mistake. Right? Because it's not in Mishnah Torah. Do you know where it is? In Teshuvahs. Okay? In a Teshuvah that he sent to the Chachmi Lunil, he wrote, not like the Rabbi Natal, the opposite. And therefore, it's always possible that the Ramah was Chazah. 
Right? Which was first? Which, which was oh, so normally, normally we assume that the Tshuvas was afterwards. There is this discussion which one you follow, right? But often what, what happens is, the Chachmei is a very common one, they wrote to the Rambam, and they asked, you see, this is one of the things, the Beis already, I think the Beis Yosef already writes about this, the Rambam didn't have a whole Beis HaMedrash like the, like the Bali Tosfos. So therefore he wrote it, the Rambam was the great Rambam, but he was doing it on his own, effectively. So sometimes... It's the Chasm Sofa, the Chasm Sofa, sorry, the Chasm Sofa. He says, we make these guns of Torahs on the Rambam, you know, Steelers on the Rambam, and Gvaldiga, uh, you know, Briska, Londos, etc. He says, very often, the simplest answer is, you know what? The Rambam was Chosa. Look into Shavas, and you see how often that happens. They ask the Rambam. Oh, you could be cynical and say that somebody's got... Got, uh, well, got, got, so the thing got is that this... down, transcribed wrong. That could be, that could be, that could be. I mean, the truth is that this... Very often, because we're going to, we'll have this bear by the quite a bit further on when it comes to the, um, no, maybe soon-ish. <coughs> there's there's, there's, a, there's a, another sort of, no, there, there, there's in a rush, but as it happens with the rush, but when you've got a steer between the rush and Shubhas and, and in, uh, and in his Chidushim, which one's followed, that's Chidushim. Again, there, the, the, I think it's the state that says, I do, if you can answer, you should answer it, rather than just saying, no, it was Chosa. I mean, some people are happy to say that. But over here, it does seem that's what happened. Uh, I found the base here, so if you look in, in Hilchasev Torah, Simon Reishayin, out of there, he asks on this, and he says, Efsha, there's been, you know, being Chayza, and, yeah, maybe there's been a, a Torah Sofa in, in some of the Nuskhos of, of Mishnah Torah. Um, Isn't there an early, an early edition of the Rambam saying in the Vatican somewhere, Mishnah Torah? I'm sure there is. No, I don't know. I don't know. No, I mean some of these, okay. some of these forum, early forum that were written ages ago, there's still copies in the Vatican. Some of just don't let you see it. It'd be closer to the time, closer to what truly was written. Could be. Could be. I mean, if if, if you if you look at the the um, the uh, Maduras Frankel, they've, they've got a lot of the sort of Kisveyad and things that they 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 quote there. They, they do bring a lot of the alternative ones. I have a feeling here. Let's just see if he quotes it here. Vov. Yeah, you see, the the Kesef Mishnah writes that that is the basis of his work. He writes the Yesh Gersin Beloshin Rabinu There are those who read in the Ramam itself here the opposite way around. Ha'chirik Shemim Mula Seor Nikrotuch Sustus. The other part is the Sustus. Possession Mula Bos Nikrokalah. He brings the run, um, and then he writes, Vizu, Vizui He says, that's definitely the correct Gersh in the Rambam. Not like we've got. He says, look at the Tshuva in the, you know, the Chach Melunil. He says, it could be afterwards he was Chayza, and he wrote like we've got an house for him. But he says, definitely initially the correct, correct Gersh in the Rambam is not like we've got here. So the only question is whether the Rambam was subsequently subsequently Yechazer. Um, you have to look at the Beis Yisri because I'm not sure what I, what I meant by what I've got written here but which one he's saying in the Beis Yisri he says is the correct one. But um, fine, so that's that's in, in, in terms of this this other shetah. Um, now, the, the Bialocha writes as we've said, the halacha is you have to write if it's supposed to be on klaf, it has to be on klaf, not on tuchsustos. He says that even if you write just a kaitz of a yud, 
It's the Kaitse Shaliot. The little, uh, like, Dislikes. yeah, whatever you want to call it, right? Not on Kalaf, right? The Mok and Boss, you don't write it in the right place? It's possible. Now, how could that happen? Very simple. Because, remember, the way they do it today is it, we, we don't split it. You can't do that. So what they do is, they take it, and they simply just sand it down until they gradually rub away this part until it's gone. So you're just left with this part. But obviously, if they don't sand it down fully, evenly, etc., you could end up with sanding down most of it, and you just end up with a little bit of Duxustus left in patches. Right? So, there is a simon, if you want. There's a way of knowing. Um... Well, this is this is. We'll, we'll come back to the sisters how to know that in a second. I just ask a simple question: in the days when they used to split it, was there a physical difference in the, between the top and the bottom, or was it just one piece of leather which they cut between the two? And you said you said the Rambam says one thinner, one thicker, but if it, it was was the actual. Was the actual I would imagine there's a difference because if you think about the the, the upper part, there's, there's a world of difference between the, the feel of the upper part where the hair used to be and the lower part, which would have been a bossor, would, be, would have been flesh. Even after the Ma'abida, I can't imagine they'd be the same. Because I think in Matthias it's very difficult to write on the bottom part, even after they process it. Now, obviously it's possible because there are shitters that did that. And when you say we now sand down the bottom part, you're saying there could be remnants of the bottom part that haven't been sanded. Correct. Which, which make it possible, but there would be a physical difference, or we're talking about... We, the oh, you're saying if, if, so if, if let's say I've, I've sanded down and I'm looking at my piece of cloth now, that's, uh, that's where the hair used to be, and that's the part... So if I'm looking at it, would I be able to see any difference? Correct. We'll come to that, but it's a that's potentially there is a slight difference. Maybe not in looks or in feel there is. We'll, we'll come to that. Position. But just before that, how can I know whether it's been written? I, I thought, you know, you've, you've received your, your parashias. How do I know that the sofa's written it on the correct side? Okay, it's clap. Let's say I know it's clap. But maybe you wrote it on the side of the hair. I mean, as it happened on ours, you can see there's a world of difference. One side's very, very smooth, one's not. I mean, you can see the difference. But so the Rabba says... What you can do is, um, I mean, a bit of information, he says the side of the, um, yeah, if you put it in, if you wet it a little bit, so he said the side which is facing downwards, right, that part would, would uh, shrivel up, it would shrink a little bit, um, but he says, nonetheless, don't get carried away and say, you know, if you get all the very, very old spin and you try this, besides that, you'll probably end up rubbing off some of the writing. But don't sort of say, oh, you see, they did it in the wrong place. And if you've got any doubts, he says, if the sofa, if as long as, as far as you know, the sofa was, you can assume he knew what he was doing. In other words, it's a simon, it's a bit like Estrogen. They say nowadays you can't rely on all these simonim given about cutting open and looking with, with you know, the pips where they lie, etc. They're simonim. But Abad, if there's a Masoda, the Masoda wins over. If you know the Sefer was the Yeresh Amayim, as far as you know, you don't have to start, so, you know, don't start messing with these sort of things. Tosis continues. But, but the actual Sofa might not have been the person who, who made the cloth. So, well, no, yeah, but you'd like to think that he knows what he's doing. So it's who he bought the cloth. I mean, nowadays you'd have to be very, very silly to do it on the wrong side. 
Although, I, be, I mean, having said that, I have a reflection, I think somebody did manage to do it. You know, can you imagine you're writing and thinking, this is rather, it feels rather <laughs> funny, right? Uh, you'd have to be really quite, uh, you can see there's a world of difference between the two, two sides. Yeah? You say you can't correct that anymore once you start to. Oh, you can. They can, don't they? Yeah. I mean, a lot will depend on the thickness of the cloth and how hairy it is, how much the difference is, but there's quite a world of difference. But can, I mean, just think about it. No, I'm saying tell you. if you start and you realise you don't... You know, no, you can correct it. Yeah. You could rub that out. And yeah, do it on the right side. Yeah, possibly they don't even have to rub it out. Well, what's on the outside of it doesn't really make a difference. I don't know if that makes any difference. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Tosus then goes on and says... Oh, Udaloi... No, where's he gone? Uklafim Shalon. Our Klafim, right, three lines down, which I know have been sanded down. Uklafim Shalon, our Klafim, Yishlan Din Klaf, they have a din of Klaf. The Christian Alein Sefatorian, you can write Sefatorian on them, Tfilin Umazuzos, Litzad Bossa on the lower part where it meets the Duchsustus. Udaloiko, amen, not like the one who says Shekilafim Shalon, the our Klafim, him Duchsustus, they are Duchsustus. No, they're wrong. Now, why do they say it's Duchsustus? They say, well, I'll tell you why. Because the umnin, right, the craftsmen who are prepared the kalafin, they rub it down, the upper klipo, right? So here's my, my tide, and they rub down this part, in which case so you're left with the lower part, which is duchsustus. That's what they say, right? That's what they say. You're left with duchsustus. He says, no, that's wrong. Dim King, because if that was the case, how could you write on them? Tfilin. Right? How could you write Tfilin on them? The Maskin and Hockers will, as the general will see in coming weeks, that we come to the Maskin that Tfilin Dafka the Klaf, that Tfilin Dafka has to be on Klaf. Right? Mm-hmm. Rather, the Peshat is obviously what happens is that the part they're removing on the top, yeah, they remove a sm- small part on the top, but that doesn't make it Dukhsustus. The part they remove on the top is just get rid of the hair. That's, that's fine. Right? And that's the way, again, it's passing in Shulchan Aruch. If you look in Shulchan Aruch there, I think it's in, it's in some Lamed Beis, it's in Sif Ches there. Sorry, this isn't Sif Zayn's part. Uklaf from Shalom, Shein Chalukim Eson, they don't split them. Yishlein Din Klaf, they got a Din Klaf. The Kresim Alein Etzav also right on the lower side. Why? Shema Shem, I'm just reading from the Shulchan Aruch here. Shema Shem Egarim Kiliposo Elioino. That which they take away the upper Klipo, Shem Mokim Seir, where the hair used to be. That's just to make it nice and smooth and make it look nice. Even if you were to literally split it in two, you'd still need to remove the top very, very thin layer. Right? Because it's hairy. The main point is, the on the bottom side, they scrape away a lot, they remove all the duchsustus, and now you're left with just cloth. Cloth which has had the hair movement on one side and then you write on the other side. So, um, well, presumably according to that, Tosus means that as well, but obviously they do remove plenty on the, on the, uh, on the other side. Okay? So, sorry, um, basic question. But if the din requires, and clearly from whichever shitter you go for, you split the, the hide into two and then you write on the underneath... So how, how nowadays, if we're not splitting it, yes, we're removing it, but we're not splitting it, how does that 
how do we overcome what the clear din is, is to split it? We've not split it. We you don't have to split it. You have to remove, let's call it 50-50, just to make it easy. You've got to have just the 50%. Well, I've done that. I don't care what you do with the other part, whether you split it and chuck it in the bin, or whether you just simply remove the, the, the lower part by dissolving it or by rubbing it down. It doesn't make a difference how you get rid of it. It's not, what, it's not the getting rid of the bottom part which, which makes it clough, the top part. What makes it clough is that you've just got the 50% there. That's what gives it a shame clough. But, but even though you've not... doesn't matter. What, the, the fact that the bottom part is not intact doesn't bother me. The luxustus is gone. Waste. We don't use luxustus today. Yeah? Clearly not. Correct. So, <laughs> so if you go, let's just go a little bit further into this. Um, the Yesh Mepharshim, there are those who explain... Oh no, sorry, no. So, so pause there. Just put, put a full, full stop there. Right, just very briefly, because uh, we'll continue next week. But just to, to sort of conclude this part, what is Rashi Shitta? Right, coming back to Rashi now. The Roshan Rashi was, what is the Chsustus? Klaf Shenitzlo Kriposo Aliona. Well, you're implying that the top part has been removed, and the cloth is therefore what's remaining, which we, we're trying to call the doctor, the sisters, and that's the closest part towards the flesh. Sorry, say that again. He says it's where the top part has been removed. The cloth is You're removing. You're, you're removing. The, the top part, the top peel, and you're left with a piece which is called klaf. That's what we normally would... That's the one no, well, no but he's going on the chsustas. He's going on the chsustas. So is he using the word klaf here? I think, I, assume, word I think so. I assume so. Hi. I assume so. He just means it's I assume so. Um, Otherwise it doesn't make sense. Yeah, correct. I mean, you could... Well, he be, says, he said, that, well, then it does... Fits in, and he's removed the top Yeah, but part. it sounds like exactly what Tosha said not to say. Because he says, you're just removing Kliposo Eliona, and then it's the Chsustus. Tosha said, no, no, no. The Klipa Eliona, that's just the hair. No? But on the other hand, you could say that's not what Rashi means. You could say that what Rashi means is the following. And this is where we come into a very, very important Chai Odom. The Chai Odom, he wants to be Mechadish, that you've got this thick piece of hide. Yeah? He says, the very, very top thing where the hair is, that's hair. Right? Call it hair. You shave that off. Now you're left with whatever's left. He says, the top clipper is cloth. Mm-hmm. The bottom clipper is Duchsostos. And the middle, I don't know, 80% is no man's land. Which means no man's land. But it's like this. If you shave off the top 10%, when I say the top 10%, I mean after you remove the hair, that part, right? With what you've got left, when, if you shave off the top 10%, then so you've removed the cloth, and you've just got this sandwich, 80%, and the bottom 10% which is Tuchsustus. The whole thing becomes Tuchsustus. If you remove the bottom 10%, and you left the top part, yeah? Then you'll have just the top part, which was cloth, and this 80%, which now... Joins on and becomes Kalaf. That's his Chiddush. Now you could say, you could say, you're shaking your head, but this is La Docha Ulamaisi wants to say this. Right? 
And in fact, we very much rely on it. And, you, and the percentage you gave are correct or, or as a guidance, or is it more a like clipper. 50 50? Clipper. No, 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 literally a clipper. Right. So it could be even less than 10%. I don't, I don't know right. what the clipper is. But the point is, so first of all, Rashi, maybe you could read that's what Rashi means to say. When he says Shinitzel or Kripa Sayyon, it doesn't mean the Kripa Sayyon where the hair was. Because that's, that's Bechlal nothing. You've removed that. But then I remove the top 10%, call it, I'm just calling it 10%. Now it's Tuxustus. Why? The Territz is, because the next 80% will be Nigra after whatever is left. And if you've, all you've got left is the bottom 10%, well then it becomes Tuxustus. So that will be a riot to there. Right? So, so it's, in other words, it's, it's not Knega Tosfus. He doesn't mean to say as opposed to what Tosfus says. Tosfus was just coming to say, those who say that if you remove that top part, straight away it's Tosfus. No, because that's just the hair. I thought that Rashi agrees with that. When Rashi talks about the Kliposo Eliona, I can see it doesn't mean the hair part. He means the Klipo Eliona after the hair part. But then how does that work? The Teres is like the Chayotam says. Because if you remove the top 10, I'm calling it 10%, Klipo Eliona, then everything left becomes Tosfus. This is the Chiddush of the Chayyadah, right? This is what he wants to say. So if you split it down the middle, for example, then the, that part which is uh, attached to the bottom part would be entirely and con- Top part would be Klaat, correct. Top part would be Klaat. Correct, correct, exactly. So Halokha the Maisa, the Bi Halokha, he brings, he brings the Chayyadah, Mishma Sodom, and he says, if you look at the Shalit Shabbos Kasman, he's mushroom that he's making on that. Because it's, it's a major, major, uh, you've got to be very, very careful. When they shave off that top part, removing the hair, if they remove too much, it's very nice afterwards, oh, they get busy scraping away 50% of the bottom part of the Chesus, it doesn't help you. Because I've lost the t- bottom 10% and much more, but I've also lost what I'm calling the top 10%. The top 10%, so you've got no cloth. So it says to be Allah, and the mice of the Chasm Sofa seems to be making on it. But there's a Tzad Kula, which we possibly do use. And that is what I mentioned before. And we'll end with this. Then if a person... Today, fine, they sanded away the top part. Yeah? Mm-hmm. To remove the hair. And then they start shaving away the bottom. And they did their best. And I've got this, now this piece of cloth, so I'm going to write on it. But what if there's certain parts which they haven't shaven away enough? He said, even a coat shall do it on the chsustus? It's possible. You, you, you can do it yourself, can't you? Before you write, you can probably remove the bits with a bit of sandpaper. Apparently it's an oven or something, yeah, but you've got to know what you're doing. I mean, otherwise you end up with holes in your cloth as well. Then you have to be a real good oven to start patch- making patches. <laughs> yeah? But, um, yeah, potentially there is a way, because the what it, it is mentioned, there is a way, if you feel it, the understanding is that the justice is more like fleshy, and therefore it's smoother and probably more slimy or something like that. You can't, it peels away. Okay. But Lamaisa, if this Bediyevet, if a person didn't, and I'm telling you most people don't bother checking, right? Um, at least not the Sofrim. Um, so the Machsa Shekel seems to be Machmer. Meshkos Yaakov seems to be Machmer. But we've got the, we've got the Chayodim now to rely upon. Because he says, no, what's the problem? You remove the bottom 10%. So after that, it doesn't make a difference. So the, and the Chasm Sofer seems to make all, seemingly, seemingly based on that. So... Ye shall me this much if you want. But, says the, says the Chalitz Chaim, a person, obviously, we should warn the Sofim to be careful about this, where it's really the, the cloth machers to make sure that it's done properly. Mm-hmm. Have a good book.